This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 640. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 640. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Okay, we're going to dig right in. Today, we're here to talk about how to find your people. One of the most common struggles moms share with me is finding other mom friends. It's really hard to find mom friends. It's hard to build friendships as a grown-up. I remember this so starkly after I was graduated college, and I remember thinking, like, how do I find friends that are like the friends I lived with for four years in the dorms and then in a house after the dorms? There's not space for the cultivation of those kinds of relationships without a lot of time and energy as you become an adult and as you exist in adulthood over the course of decades. And as you exist in adulthood in ways where your life evolves into roles like motherhood or your career path or caretaking other family members where you just have no time and energy. And building relationships takes time and energy. And I'm guessing you probably have very little of either to spare. So interestingly, my team and I were recently working on a project for my business coaching clients, and we created this framework, an attraction, amplification, and activation framework to help 
my coaching clients build powerful business relationships. And we had this really great coaching call and I taught the framework and loved it. I was like, oh, this just resonates with me as a business owner. It resonated with my clients who are business owners as well. But right after I got done with the teaching the framework in this business context, I was like, hold on a minute. This applies to friendships <laughs> and there needs to be an episode on this. So that is what we're here to talk about today. So I'm going to talk about the attraction, amplification and activation framework to finding awesome relationships. I'm going to share five steps to attracting the right kind of friendships into your life. I'm going to give you some specific conversation starters that you can use with new folks who you want to connect with and invite into your life, because this is where it gets awkward, where you're like, that person over there looks kind of cool, but like, how do I go up to them and say like, so do you want to be my friend? Which literally I have said, but I'm going to give you some like savvier ways to, to approach a new friend. I'm also going to give you some ideas for new friend dates because yes, it's kind of like dating. And I'm going to talk with you a little bit about how to connect with confidence when you might be feeling shy around inviting someone new into your life. So if this sounds like I'm going to teach you how to set up a dating profile, it's a little bit like that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I also think that we need to be talking openly about how building friendships, first of all, is a little bit like dating because it is a little bit strategic and it should be because if you have limited time and energy, you don't have time and energy to waste on chasing the wrong kind of relationships or not knowing how to really like get to the meat of what you want a relationship to be without giving it a little bit of conscientious thought in advance. So I am going to hook you up today on all of the ways that you can really make relationships work in your favor and build relationships that are meaningful to you that I think will be super, super helpful for those of you who are like, I don't even know where to start, but I know I need more people. I need more people who get me or who are like me or who are aligned with me or have similar values. So the first thing we're going to do is talk about attraction. I want you to think about the kinds of relationships that you want to attract into your life and there's a lot of people who believe in the law of attraction and manifesting things. And I think that there can be truth to those things to an extent. But I also think that a lot of that is strategy, whether it is conscious or unconscious strategy. So I want to talk you through five different ways that you can attract the right kind of people into relationships or friendships with you. Because you sometimes will stumble upon a new friend, a kindred spirit. But often, if you look back, you're like, oh, it seemed like I was stumbling upon them, but maybe it was actually you were kind of laying the groundwork for this relationship to happen for a while or for a relationship like this to happen. You maybe were unintentionally making space for it to happen and you didn't even know. And what would it look like if you could be intentionally making space for the right kinds of friendships and relationships? So the first thing is looking everywhere and listening everywhere. I am an excellent internet stalker. I pride myself on this. I'm constantly talking about it. But here's the thing. I am able to, in watching other people online, and which serves me well in the podcasting space because it's how I get a lot of my podcast guests, I'm able to pretty quickly discern, oh, that person has something about them that attracts me to them. Where I'm like, I love their message. I love their mission. I love the things that they post or the way that they're engaging with people. I'm constantly noticing these kinds of things. The way that someone takes up space and the way that someone maybe serves in the marketplace, the way that people show up in that online space. And in doing so, I'm always looking and listening. And that has gotten me all sorts of opportunities and connections that have turned into outstanding friendships. So many times this has started out with me noticing how someone does business or noticing just how someone is always cheering or championing women. 
And it's me connecting with them over time, commenting on their stuff, and just paying attention to what's happening. And then reaching out and kind of organically building a natural connection from there. That's like very authentic to me and my extroverted self. So you're going to always be doing this in ways that are authentic to you, of course. So looking everywhere, listening everywhere and noticing, oh, that person over there, whether it's in the online space or not, maybe maybe it's another mom you see at soccer practice every week. You're looking and listening everywhere to notice like, huh, I'm curious about that person. I want to get to know more about them. I like the way that they do this or that or the other thing, or they're wearing like the same cute yellow shoes as me or whatever the thing might be. They have the same bumper sticker as me, like whatever the thing, like looking and listening for just those little connection points where you're like, hmm, maybe we're similar in a way, or maybe there's a connection that might be meaningful to to us. The second piece of attraction is to stop waiting for the right time to make a connection and just reach out. So we often watch people for way too long. So it starts with the looking and listening everywhere, but also just reach out. (laughs) Because what we often do is we think, especially if you're like a type A control freak kind of person like me, you're like, I'm going to wait to like the exact right time and the exact right conditions where all the variables are and the stars are aligned. And often that time never comes and we miss the mark over and over again. So I want to encourage you to stop waiting for the right time to make a connection and just reach out and make a connection. And it can be a silly, ridiculous connection like, hey, love your yellow shoes. I have yellow shoes too. Or it could be, hey, you said this thing the other night when we were at a PTA meeting and that really resonated with me. Or hey, like we have kids that are the same age. You have a three-year-old and a five-year-old, me too. Do you want to meet at the playground? So finding common ground or a point of connection and just reaching out and identifying that common ground and going for it. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer endocrine system disruption and liver toxicity which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special unique and important in terms of how they are able to filter water they also have water purifiers to fit every type of home so like the installation free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options they even have wi-fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options so I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. 
This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up, and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where, as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever, and your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you, and you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. Another step in attraction is connecting with confidence. So when you are, and we're going to talk about this throughout the episode, because when you are reaching out and making these connections, you want to connect with confidence. If you step into a conversation with confidence, people will believe you. (laughs) And so even if you're shy, you can be like confidently shy or confidently uncomfortable. So you can go in and say like, you don't need to be like, hey, so I want to like hang out with you with like a weird inauthentic sense of confidence, because that wouldn't be you. You can be authentic in your confidence, which might be being a little bit shy or awkward or uncomfortable to say like, hey, this might sound kind of weird, but I've noticed these few things, or you always have like the coolest whatever, or I love what you said about that thing or whatever, making an authentic connection and saying like, this feels a little weird, but I couldn't help but say something, or I couldn't help but ask you, I couldn't help but reach out. So connecting with confidence is about confidently showing up even if you're a little bit uncomfortable and owning who you are in that moment, because that is going to attract people to you. So when we're looking at attraction, people are going to believe who you show up to be. So if you are really shy and uncomfortable and you try to mask that and it comes off as inauthentic, you will not attract people to you. But if you are shy and uncomfortable and awkward, but you own it where you're like, this is a little goofy, that will attract people, right? If that's you being you, or you might not be shy and awkward and goofy. You might be like me where I'm typically not shy and awkward and goofy. I'm awkward, sometimes goofy, but not shy. So then I just over talk. (laughs) So I'll say like, this actually just happened recently. I connected with a mom at Vinnie's school who has younger kids than me. And I happen to know through like random things being tagged on Facebook that a woman, a good friend of mine from high school used to babysit for this woman and which is so random. So when this woman was a little girl, my really good friend babysat her and I would go with sometimes with my good friend and babysit her as well. And I found out she was a mom at our school and I was like, am I going to like just go up to her and be like, hey, so like I used to babysit you with our mutual friend Renee sometimes. And I was like, that would just be weird and awkward. And then I ran into her recently at a fundraiser at school and I was just weird and awkward. And I was like, hey, so, you know, Renee, she used to babysit for you. And sometimes I would go with her. And so I think I babysat for you when you were like 10 years old. And we had the most fun conversation. And it was a really authentic way to show up. Like I was connecting with confidence because I was like, I'm going to be the person that tells this goofy story. 
It's probably going to be a little weird and awkward. And also, this is just who I am. Like, if I know something about someone from 20 years ago, I'm totally going to bring that up as like the bridge to a conversation. But we ended up talking for like 30 minutes. It was super fun. And then I saw her like the next day or two days later at school drop off and we like chatted again. That's relationship right there, right? So where can you connect with confidence in a way that's authentic to you in a way that you might be a little uncomfortable with, but in a way that's you showing up with your voice, people will be attracted to that. The fourth step for you to attract relationships and friendships is going to be to get out of perfection and out of hiding and get into more comfortable, heightened visibility. So this can look different for different people. I have been heightening my visibility for the last 19 years. So for me to have heightened visibility isn't always super uncomfortable, although sometimes it definitely is. So just because I talk a lot and have a microphone and a podcast and all these things doesn't mean that like I always love like being on a stage and running the show. There's definitely times when I feel very uncomfortable with it. But where can you get out of perfectionism and into heightened visibility in a way that is true to who you are? So what that's going to look like for an introvert versus an extrovert might be really, really different. But here's the piece that's important. When you are looking to attract people into your life and attract friends, you need to be visible to them. (laughs) And so what does that mean to you? It might mean that just saying hi to people. This is the thing that's astounding to me. And it's like my favorite social experiment is the people that you see every single day in crossing paths. So like school drop off is a great example. You see the same people every single day. I mean, for us, it's like there's probably four families or so that like we walk the same path and our family's always late and their family's not so much. So they're always walking away from the school as Vinny and I are running slash walking, trotting toward the school. And I'm trying to like tell Vinny to hurry up without explicitly saying hurry up because I don't want to be the mom that's always like, hurry up, hurry up. So Vinny and I are like approaching the school. There's other families that are walking away from the school and they're heading toward our house, kind of toward our neighborhood. And it's the same three or four families. It is super weird to me if we see the same people every single day and none of them ever say hi. And so over time, I've been really conscientious about like, if I'm going to see you every single day for like nine years, like we're going to say hi to each other. That's just normal social skills. So I'm always like, hello, good morning. How are you? And I'm sure they're like, who is this lady? But that's heightened visibility, right? Like we have kids at the same school. We're going to see each other every day for nine years. We're going to say hi to each other. (laughs) Like that's being in community with one another. So that's heightened visibility. Where can you be saying hi to people? Maybe you happen to notice that like you see the same, you sit next to the same mom at baseball all the time. Or maybe you see a mom that's sitting by herself at baseball all the time. And you're like, okay, I'm going to make sure I always say hi to her on my way in or out of the stands. So where can you just go into heightened visibility where you are that person who is engaging in a different way, where you're showing yourself in a different way. And it might be that you're opening yourself up to someone who's looking for a relationship, if it's someone who's on the periphery, or it might be that you're exposing to yourself, to other people, to let them know that you're open to a relationship. And it might just be like you're exposing yourself to let them know you're open to a conversation. It doesn't mean to be like, just because I said hi to you at the baseball game that now we have to hang out every day. But it can be like, hey, how's it going? Like your kid degraded the game that kind of a thing, right? Heightened visibility can be just heightened conscientiousness around like, hey, we both exist and we are in the same, we overlap in a community or in an interest or in 
the workplace or whatever the case may be in the same Facebook group. I know this happens a lot in my membership communities, whether it's in Momentum Mamas or in our private Facebook group over at, if you go to shamelessmom.com slash Facebook, we have a Facebook group of like 3000 moms. And it happens there where it's the same people commenting on things a lot of times. That's heightened visibility where you're like, I'm going to show up and like comment and cheer for people and ask for questions or give people support. That's heightened visibility, right? That's letting people know that you want to engage and you want to interact and you're open to the component of relationship building. And then the fifth piece of attracting the right kind of people into your life is going to be to keep talking. (laughs) And so keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. The more you can stay in that place of heightened visibility, the more that you're connecting with confidence, the more that you are reaching out to people and that you're looking everywhere and listening everywhere and you're letting people know who you are and what you do. Again, not in an ego showboaty sort of a way, but in a way that's natural to who you are, even if it's a little out of your comfort zone, the more people will see you and want to connect with you. So I'll give you an example. I had another mom years ago reach out and say to me, she's like, I, we moved here a couple of years ago and I, she reached, we were in a group together and we didn't know each other at all. And I think at some point I drove her child home from something. I don't remember exactly the situation, but I drove her child home or something. And so she reached out to say, thank you. And when she reached out to say, thank you, she's like, Hey, by the way, we moved here a couple of years ago and I have not done a good job making mom friends. I would love to get together, get a few groups, a few moms from this group together for dinner or drinks or something. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's great. So she kept talking. So like a month later, she put a couple of us on a thread and she was like, Hey, would love to get a few moms together from this group, go out and grab drinks or a snack or go for a walk or whatever. And she kept talking about it. And so then we went and did it. It was super fun. And she's like, okay, at the end of that event, she was like, this was great. Let's do it again in like a month or two. And then we did it again. And then it became like, now we actually have a relationship pretty quickly because she was really open about like, hey, I need mom friends and you're all right here. And she even was like so humble and admitted like I have failed myself in building relationships because I've been consumed with motherhood and with work and all these other things. And she's like, oh, mama needs some mom friends. And so keeping talking and keeping your options open and letting people know that you're looking for friends, which I know sounds incredibly vulnerable. And some of you might even have trauma around that, depending on how friendships have looked for you over the course of your life. But where can you find those safe places to say, I'm looking for a support network. I'm looking for mom friends. I'm looking for other friends of, you know, who have kids who play baseball or who have boys or who have three kids or who have kids under the age of five or who have kids going off to college and they're going to be empty nesters, whatever the case may be, really putting that out there. Because the more you say it out loud, the more you will attract the right people into your life. So now I want you to look at how can you connect? How can you reach out? And what are some of the really specific things you can say? So we talked about attraction and these five steps of attracting people, right? So as you're kind of working day to day attracting people, and some of it is from heightened visibility and making sure that you're saying hello and looking and listening to like, where could be the people that I want to connect with where I have either a a similar interest or similar values? What are the actual things that you can say? And I've already given you some examples, but I want to give you a couple templates here where you could literally like write these down on a post-it 
and then put them up on a mirror and be like, okay, like this is the text I'm going to send. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people with, heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly, Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue, and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him, and it was getting kind of like icky, and you know, like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches, and then they want to pick at it, and it was getting worse. And so Active Skin Repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship, and I got to put it to use immediately. And it, I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray. And the spray was perfect. So Vinny does not like ointmenty, creamy, lotiony things on his body, but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. So here's number one. The first thing you can say is reaching out to someone you want to be friends with and say, hey, I recently saw your post on XYZ on social media and just say like, oh, I love that. And maybe it was a funny story. So you're like, I love that story. I totally relate. Something similar happened to me. Or I recently saw your post on this XYZ thing that maybe is kind of controversial and say, I'm totally with you. I think enough people aren't talking about that. And I just wanted you to know that I really appreciated it. I think that, you know, I believe in what you're saying. So Something like that, where you're maybe you're shooting a text, maybe you're going into Facebook Messenger or Instagram messages and just connecting on something that you saw them say or do on social media. 
This could also be something that came up at work. So maybe you, someone said something in a meeting and maybe you're looking for a work friend. Same thing. You could say like, hey, you said this thing and I wanted to let you know that I stand with you or I agree with you or I relate to you in this certain way. Okay. So that's the first one. It's like, I recently saw or heard X, Y, Z, and then you connect from there, right? Number two, the second way is, or the second thing that you can say is, I really appreciate the work you did on X, Y, Z. So reaching out and saying, hey, I really appreciate that you did this thing. So this might be other parents in your school community, other parents in your childcare community, other people in like sports coaching communities. It might be people at your work or people in volunteer spaces, people in church spaces, where you're reaching out and saying like, oh, I really love what you did here. Thank you so much. That means the world. I'm so glad we get to be in community with one another. I'm so grateful to have you in this community, something like that, where you're reaching out and just expressing appreciation and giving that, having that common point of like extending a bit of, it's almost like extending an olive branch to say like, hey, I see you. I see you and I appreciate you. That goes a really long way in beginning a relationship. Number three is what you said about XYZ really struck me or was really relatable to me. So I actually just did this this morning. A woman, someone, I'm trying to remember how I saw it now. Oh, I know how it was. Okay. I was reading the newspaper online this morning, and there was a story about a woman who started, and I'm hoping to get her on the podcast. She started a like modernized way of processing adoption in Washington state. And I'm reading this. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. And we actually looked into adoption at one point and I was so discouraged by the process that I immediately was like, hell no. It was awful for many reasons, which I won't digress into right now, but it was awful. I made one phone call and the phone call was so awful and disheartening that I was like, hell no. So I read this article and I was like, this is brilliant. And I want to know this mom. And so I went onto Facebook and found her. And then I Facebook messaged her and I said, hey, what you said in, or I said, I saw your article in the news this morning. And what you said about infertility and adoption really resonated with me. And it was relatable to me because I'm a mom who looked into the adoption process and was so discouraged that I decided not to pursue it. And I was like, I said, I know this is a super weird thing to reach out to you about on Facebook, but I wanted to reach out. I'm also a Seattle mom. I have a podcast. And then I kind of went into like, hey, I'd love to have you on the podcast if you're ever open to interviews. But if nothing else, I just want you to know I'm a huge fan of what you're doing. And I just give you all of my support in this mission. I think it's really, really important. And wouldn't you know, a few hours later, she was like, oh my gosh, I would love to connect. And now I have a new friend. (laughs) So um, I think she's going to be on the show. We haven't finalized all that. But I reached out and just said, what you said about XYZ really resonated with me or was really relatable or really struck me in a certain way. That takes a level of vulnerability. That takes a level of connecting with confidence for sure. But also I've found in interviewing hundreds and hundreds of people now that as soon as you say what you said about something really struck me or was really relatable to me, there is immediately vulnerability and a foundation in the relationship that really solidifies the potential for the relationship to begin and exist. Because now you have both said like, we relate on this level, or we're similar in this way, or we have a similar value, or similar shared experience, or similar, you know, past trauma. And that's a really big deal. That's a place from which you can begin a relationship. The next way that you can start a conversation is to say, I think we're similar in a, in a certain way. So I know this has happened with skiing with a couple of the moms at Vinny's school where I'm like, I know that you're a new skier and I'm a new skier and we should totally like go to skiing together as families because 
I'm telling you, there's some families at Vinny's school I don't want to go skiing with because those parents have been skiing their whole entire lives. And I don't want to get stuck on black diamonds with them. <laughs> but there's a few moms in Vinny's grade who are newer skiers like me. And I'm like, hey, we're similar in this way. Like, let's go ski the slopes that are for nervous people <laughs> and who don't want to ski black diamonds. And it's been really, really fun. So reaching out and finding the common ground to say, hey, we're similar in this way. I'd love to talk to you more about that. This has also come up when it's in things that have come up and come to light around mental health and physical health and just things that have come up in parenting where I've had some alignment with parents where I've been able to recognize or parents have come to me to recognize like, hey, our kids are really similar in this way. Like, let's talk more about that. And that has been a beginning place for a friendship because we have this similarity or alignment in something that's going on with our kids. Next one is you seem to have a lot of knowledge or experience around XYZ. I really want to know more about that. Can you tell me? If you were to come to me at the middle of Vinny's baseball game and be like, hey, Sarah, you seem to have a lot of knowledge about podcasting. Can you tell me more about it? Oh my gosh, you'd never be able to shut me up. So if you want to connect with someone, go to them and let them know. And you want to connect with them, like, again, in a genuine way, you're curious about something that they do, go and say like, hey, you seem to have knowledge about this, or I see that you do this thing. That's really cool. Can you tell me more about that? And then from there, you have a conversation starter where you've invited someone in. Again, you've let them be seen first. People love to be seen. So you're like, hey, I see you as an expert or someone who has experience with this thing. That's really cool. Tell me more. People love that. So that's how you can start those conversations. So that's the amplification. The amplification is that you have that entry point. You have post-attraction. So you've attracted. Now you're amplifying by getting into conversation. And what happens once you're in conversation? You're telling people like, hey, it was great connecting. Let's do this again. Let's make a plan. I would love to hang out. I would love to do this. Like creating a specific suggestion. That can be a really great way to then amplify, okay, now again, like dating, now we're going to take it to the next stage. And so that amplification process is after the attraction where you've actually made some contact, now you're going to amplify what is happening between you where you're like, oh my gosh, we totally hit it off talking about this, or I could talk to you about this for hours, or I love learning about this, or it's so great to have someone who understands this thing, where you're really pointing out to the person that you just connected with, how valuable that connection was to you. And then you both get to see like, oh, this was great. We should do this again, or we should connect more or take this to the next level, which sounds weird. But like you, I mean, you could say, do you want to take this friendship to the next level? You could totally say that. That is something that I would say that would be super cheesy. But you can do it in a more less dorky way, I guess, would be to just own and recognize like this was really great. I would love to, you know, talk more, or talk again or get together again or go grab coffee or, you know, meet with the kids at the park or whatever the thing may be. But you're amplifying the results of that interaction to let people know that it was really great and that you'd love to do it again. And then you have the activation. So activation is happening throughout, but activation is the initiation, which is going to happen multiple times. So the activation, the initial activation might be that first reach out. And then a, a secondary activation is going to be setting a time for connection that's beyond that first interaction. So this is where the mom dates come in, where you're like, hey, do you want to grab coffee? Do you want to grab a glass of wine? Do you, I have in my notes adventure date, but like an adventure date being like, go hiking or go do a workout together. Or if you're an adventure kind of person, whatever your adventure might be, go skiing. 
Maybe you have a hobby date. So you want to maybe you go crafting or maybe you do gardening or maybe you go like pick out plants or garden things together at the at our in Seattle. It's at Swanson's Nursery, the Nordstrom of Gardens. <laughs> and so maybe you have a date or an activity where you get together to do something around a common interest. Maybe you have a play date with kids. So you get your families together or get your kids together and you let them play while you're hanging out. Or maybe you have a full family get together where you're like, hey, bring the whole family over and let's have a barbecue. And it's like partners and kids and maybe even dogs. So where are you setting that time for connection? That's going to be your next step around activation for that secondary follow-up or that secondary interaction. During activation, you're leading with vulnerability and authenticity. So you're letting people know. And as you're amplifying, you're saying, it's so fun to connect with someone new, or I haven't been great about creating new relationships. So I love that we got to get to know that we're getting to know each other. Or I've been really craving more time with other women or moms or people in my career or whatever the case may be. I'm so glad that we could do this. Let's do it again. So you're amplifying throughout. You're activating like one step at a time to build little steps into building a relationship. And what you'll find is after a couple activations and a few opportunities for amplification, So either the attraction is going to like continue to grow and you're going to be like, yes, this is awesome. Or you might be like, "Mm, not so much my person. Like, cool, we had like one or two things together. That was great. And that was enough. And that's fine. Just like dating, right? But the only way that you're going to find out is if you're going through this process of trying and trying from a strategic place. So the steps in attraction are your strategy. That's your strategy for making sure that you're having like the highest likelihood of attracting the right people, attracting people that you would actually want to build a relationship with, build a friendship with, starting there. And then from there, as you activate step by step, and as you amplify in every activation, you're going to get more feedback on like, huh, is this the one <laughs> or is it not? But oftentimes, if that those attraction steps are done well and done with some thoughtfulness, it's going to be pretty clear pretty quickly if this is a person you're going to want to spend more time with. So you're not wasting your time. My goal here for you is that you can confidently build a new relationship, that you can confidently create a connection that you're excited about. I want you to recognize that when you see other people, they will see you back. And there is so much power in that reciprocal relationship. So I want you to, I want to invite you to start by leading with that vulnerable authenticity and also letting people know that you see them. That can be vulnerable to do that, to say like, hey, I see you. I see this thing about you and I notice that and I like that or that's really awesome or I want to know more. Because in society, especially with between women, we're often trained to be competitive with those things that we like about other women rather than complimentary. So I want to challenge you and invite you to be complimentary and say like, hey, that's really cool. Tell me more about that. Or I like that too. Or that's relatable to me for this reason. Rather than having it be almost a wedge between you, let that be the source of connection. So if this was helpful to you, please, please share it out. Tag me at Shameless Mom Academy on Instagram. Share this as a story and I will reshare it. I always love getting your feedback. Thank you so much for being here. If you want to know how you can connect with other shameless moms, please get on our newsletter list so that you can learn about other shameless mom events that we have coming up, whether it's virtual events, in-person events, anytime that we are getting bringing shameless moms together, I definitely want you to be in the know because we've helped create so many beautiful relationships in our different membership communities and in our different virtual and live events where moms have had the opportunity to build relationships and practice creating connections in a way that is organically built friendships that have a holy cow been like now 
really life-altering friendships. People who are now vacationing together and talking every day or video chatting or texting every day. Like, I mean, it's been really deeply impactful relationships that have come out of some of our communities and out of our events. So make sure you're getting our newsletter. Just go to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter and you can just enter your name and email address. And then from there, you'll hear from us as we have events and activities coming up. Thank you so much for being here. Again, you can pop over to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter to get signed up for upcoming events. And I will be back on Wednesday with a fantastic interview. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.